take a break from the discussion of uh, problems with research and academic research and making academic and scientific research better and more valuable, uh, which was getting a bit heavy and, and a bit of a downer. I'm going to talk a little bit about marketing. Um, and speaking of marketing, I am drinking a Country Time Lemonade right now. They're not endorsing me, um, as far as I know, but I think the fact that I'm endorsing them without being paid should be make it a lot more credible. It's a really nice lemonade. I've enjoyed it ever since I was a child. And their campaigns, the, um, the summertime sort of faded scene ads with people just expressing that country time is at the heart of what summertime is. Uh, yeah, really, I've always found those very moving, and uh, I really, I really love watching those ads. And it's a great, it's a great song also that that goes along with it. So, yeah, maybe they'll bring back that campaign at some point. It would be nice. Anyway, speaking of marketing, I um, was speaking with Ozzy Guyan. I'm not sure how to say his name, and uh, we were talking about ways that things like the Giving What We Can pledge. Uh, are marketed or the ways in which they interact with the world and the ways in which effective altruism and things aligned with that interact with the world um, and about how one would go about figuring out the most successful ways of, of, of interacting with the world, um, so-called marketing, uh, presenting oneself, presenting one's arguments, presenting the arguments, um, asking people to do things. Um, interacting with people and we had a, a little bit of a, a disagreement at least in, fo in emphasis about how important quantitative things were in terms of given that I want to test or uh, try out different ways of approaching people um, how important is it to know the best sort of formulas for how much to try out one thing versus another thing and, and mapping uh, whether I can classify categories of things and dimensions of things, how important, and using proper statistical analysis, proper experimental um, treatment assignment or experimental treatment assignment following certain algorithms, things like reinforcement learning. So how important the sort of quant side of that was rather relative to the intuitive, qualitative, uh, experience-based, intuition-based, soft side of uh, marketing. Um, and uh, I, I suggested that you know, both the, the quantitative and the qualitative people probably do have certain biases towards wanting to justify the thing that they know how to do and are good at. Uh, I think that's something that professions tend to do and people tend to do. We tend to think, okay, I really don't know how to do that stuff. So it, I'm going to sort of make a case to myself or to others that that's probably not the important part. Um, but there was also some discussion of, we also had some discussion of, okay, this is the way that marketers do it. They're making a lot of money. They're being paid a lot of money. Therefore, they must be doing it best. Uh, but whether we've empirically characterized what marketers are doing, and we always know it from what, from what we see in, in front of the scenes, I'm not sure. Whether they're doing it as best as could be done, you know, I'm also not sure, of course, there's the argument that the market always, the best thing always rises to the top in the market, 
Um, but also, there's one could also make the case that what people in the uh, effective altruism and uh, global priorities, let's say, community want to do is something different than what traditional marketers have tried to do in the past for brands and even in the even in the charitable sector uh, that maybe or or in the political sector that we're trying to sell, so to speak or convince a new set of ideas and beliefs and attitudes and behaviors that, ha you know, things that haven't really been tested and done before. And typically when they are done, they're done by certain groups privately that may not share their information and may not collaborate. Anyways, by way of, that's sort of by way of preamble. So Ozzy suggested that I read this post, which is a short one in the EA forum. Uh, and uh, it's, it's called uh, Opinion, Digital Marketing is Underutilized in EA. This uh, post was posted on 21st of June, 2021 by J.S. Winchell. If we look at J.S. Winchell's profile, it says that uh, he or she is um, trying to help EA orgs use digital marketing to accomplish their goals. I work at Google. YouTube helping large advertisers with Google and YouTube ads. The post has 126 upvotes, 22 comments, which we'll, we'll get to some of those. It's tagged under Building Effective Altruism Community front page. In this post, I'll make the case that digital marketing is underutilized by EA orgs, as well as providing some example use cases. My hope is that this post leads to EA orgs testing the below or similar strategies. A large part of what effective altruism is trying to do is change people's beliefs and behaviors. Digital advertising is one tool for achieving this goal. The fact that corporations, governments, and nonprofits repeatedly invest millions of dollars in digital marketing programs is evidence of their efficacy. A couple notes. Here's some bullet points. I work at Google YouTube, helping large advertisers run Google and YouTube ads. For that reason, this post does not touch on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. But I'm sure, I'm sure there are large opportunities there as well. This post is focused on paid advertising. Cost estimates are based on previous experience in industry benchmarks but costs vary based on the geography, season, tactic, etc. If you plan on running any of the strategies described below, please reach out to me so that we can coordinate with other charities that are planning on running similar strategies. If your EA org would like to explore running a digital marketing campaign, please don't hesitate to reach out to me at j.swinchell at gmail.com. Search ads. Every year, millions of people ask Google questions related to charity, poverty, animal welfare, AI safety, etc. If we can direct these people to EA websites, they will get EA answers to their questions. Google gives registered charities $10,000 a month in free advertising credits. Of a sample of about 10 EA charities, only one was fully using this Google Ads grant. With a little extra knowledge, spending the Google Ads grant becomes much easier than described in previous posts. Uh, 
linking Reducing Suffering, Spreading Google Grants at reducingsuffering.org and intelligence.org, a post from 2014, Miri's experience with Google Ads. If you work at an EA org and would like help spending your full Google Ads grant, please fill out this survey. And here we have a link to forms.gle.something-something-something. Register your interest. Uh, it's, it's a Google form. Asks about the name of your charity, links to the charity's website. Uh, our current capacity limits us to helping a small number of charities at a time. Uh, do you have an agency helping with Google Ads? How many Google Ads grants do you have access to? Oh, this is pretty neat. What percentage uh, are you using? Um, are you willing to add content to your site? In instances where charities have only a small amount of content, adding more can significantly help drive traffic. Which time zone, dot, dot, dot. Oh, and then the last question looked interesting, too. It says, can you think of any other EA-aligned charities that would be interested in a Google Ads consultation? So we're still in search ads. Uh, okay, so then next section is image display ads. If your organization has a target audience, and you know of websites that audience visits, display ads could be a very cost-effective way for your charity to achieve its goals. Example use case, Founders Pledge. Founders Pledge wants to spread the word about their pledge. They identify three websites frequented by founders and advertise on those websites. A standard benchmark for an image display ad is $2 per 1,000 impressions. This strategy would break even at one pledge per million impressions served. Assumes advertising cost of $2 per 1,000 impressions and an average pledge size of $2 million, which is based on 3 billion pledged and 1,500 pledgers. like it but uh, a couple things there seem a bit possibly too over optimistic uh one is that the i'm not sure and i don't remember having seen that most of the money pledged has been moved and i guess one thing to look into was the extent to which we might predict that founder ple founders pledges will indeed be fulfilled um but you know that's for founders pledge um Another, uh, another point about the break-even is just that one might want to be careful about break, the idea of break-even if one is considering in the sort of benefit as a whole to, to all of humanity, to all of the EA charities, to all of um, global priorities and, and effective uh, or and long-term Solutions. The point is that if I spend a thousand dollars to make a thousand dollars for the sector, that may actually be a net negative, or to, to make what I think is a thousand dollars for the sector, that may actually be a net negative because it's often hard to know whether the money I have uh, brought in is diverted from some other cause that I might find useful. Um, there are situations in which it seems reasonable to think that. The, most of the value generated is new value and counterfactual value, perhaps being only diverted from 
causes, if at all, that we would find much less valuable, but you know that wouldn't necessarily always be the case. Yeah, reading again what he wrote, it looks like the assumption here about the break-even says based on three billion pledged and 1,500 pledgers, it sounds like he here is here he is assuming that all pledges will be fulfilled, and in, with Founders Pledge, uh, hmm. Yeah, so he's looking at three billion pledged, but that's pledged conditional on your company going public or cashing out in some way, and conditional that people will uh, uphold the pledge. So yeah, one in a million, one pledge in a million seems like an over-optimistic thing, that uh, that, that would be the break-even seems a bit over-optimistic. Um, perhaps uh, Ishii does point to this caveat uh, in a second though, in a sense. While the optimal number of impressions served will be much less than a million, it will very likely, wait, is that a million, one? No, sorry, a billion, one? Oh, 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 a th sorry, it's a bit hot here. A thousand, a million, sorry, a billion. He says even a one pledge per billion. Wow. Um, it is very likely higher than zero. In addition to sending founders to the Founders Pledge website, this tactic would increase awareness of the pledge, thereby making it easier for their outreach team to sign on new members. Video ads. YouTube ads are a powerful and inexpensive way to deliver visual and audio messages to targeted audiences. You can target users using any combination of the following. Geography, radius targeting, zip postal code, and state. Household income, top 10%, 11 to 20%. I'm thinking that's a guess at household income. Search history. On Google and YouTube, e.g. users that search for best charity or factory farming in the last 30 days. Types of websites visited, e.g. users that have visited the websites of large nonprofits. YouTube channels being watched at the same time the impression serves. Contextual targeting. Demographics. Age. Gender. Example use cases. Org A wants to boost enrollment in EA University groups. They have a member student, a member student, record a simple six-second selfie video inviting students to the group. They target 18 to 24-year-olds within a 10-mile radius of their target universities. They could expect to pay about one U.S. cent per person reached. Org B wants their charity to be the first charity that comes to people's minds come Giving Tuesday. They target the top five U.S. zip codes by income and layer on a household income audience, top 10%, to ensure they are reaching high net worth individuals. They could expect to pay about one cent per person if they keep their ads under six seconds, which amounts to about $400 to target everyone in the top five U.S. zip codes by wealth. This is not a typo. It's just insanely cheap. Maybe a caveat here or some information that would be welcome would be, okay, how many impressions is that getting you? I mean, obviously that's targeting everyone, whatever that means. 
Does it mean that if any of those users go on YouTube, they will necessarily see your ad? If anyone in the top five zip codes goes on YouTube, they will necessarily see your ad within the first 10 videos they watch. What exactly does that mean? I mean, obviously, it sounds great to be able to target the top five US zip codes by wealth for $400 to target everyone, but target obviously doesn't mean reach. Org C thinks their message would resonate with, quote, analytical people. They compile a list of websites that analytical people visit and then show their YouTube, uh, show their YouTube ads to people who visit these types of sites. Org D is running a corporate campaign to end cages for egg-laying hens. They recently had a celebrity endorse their campaign. They want to capitalize on this endorsement and run an ad featuring the celebrity that targets the relevant geography. Hmm. Org E wants to promote The Precipice, the book by Toby Ord, about the long-term future and existential risk. It distills the message down to between 15 seconds and 5 minutes and targets users within 10 miles of prestigious universities who frequent technology or science websites. Org F wants to advocate for increased R&D funding for cellular agriculture ahead of a vote in the state legislature, and they know the vote will come down to two politicians. They advertise in just the two districts that those politicians represent, asking voters to call their representative. Org G wants to advocate for fair labeling laws for plant-based meat ahead of a vote in the state legislature. They suspect libertarians and environmentalists support their cause. So they develop libertarian messaging to show to readers of libertarian media and environmental messaging to show to readers of environmentalist media. I think what's being uh, considered here is um, allowing plant-based meat to be sold, to be labeled as meat, sold in meat sessions, sections of supermarkets perhaps, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking, why, why is this libertarian? So allowing them the freedom to do those things, maybe to get some of the benefits that traditional, uh, regular meat producers have had. Org H wants to elect an effective altruist to the state legislature. They fund professional advertising for the candidate's race. Closing thoughts. Wow, it's a short post relative to the others I've read. The financial cost of testing these programs is small, and the potential payoff is large. If you're interested in running a test, please don't hesitate to reach out. Thanks in advance for your thoughts and feedback. Let's read some of the comment threads, shall we? Uh, ranked by 23 comments. I'm rank sorting these by top rated, top scoring. Uh, doesn't seem to want to sort by top scoring. Sorted by newest sorted by top scoring okay i might be reading the newest rather than the top scoring comment but there seems to be a cluster of scores that maybe are yeah i don't know i'm not sure what the interface here okay so ryan carey left a comment six days ago with eight upvotes uh, ryan carey is a researcher of causal models and human aligned ai at the future of humanities institute i think it would be worthwhile 
to try advertising long-termist websites and books to people targeting by interest location to the largest extent possible. I think it's been tried a bit, e.g. at the tens of thousands of dollars scale years ago, and it was already nearly at the threshold for cost effectiveness. And funding availability has more than doubled since then. What I don't know is what further experiments have been run in the last two years. Ozzy Guyan responds. I've looked a bit into this. I think there's a lot of potential value here. On the other hand, such work would have to be fairly careful. A large publicity push to get people into the long-termist community could easily backfire, similar to the problems of expanding the EA community too quickly. The specific long-termist concerns, AGI risk, biosafety risk, could also be net harmful if presented sloppily. Quality discussion and targeting would help with these concerns, but right now, I think only a few potential people would actually be trusted and capable to do such work. If anyone is reading this and be interested in pursuing this, let me know and I'll try to figure out the right other people to contact. I imagine this could be a good fit for a new project, but it would have to be done with the right team. I would say that, I would say though that if a promising team was interested and if they were trusted by the main long-termist funders, it seems like a promising opportunity for funding. Following. If the intervention is more, we should just have some people with domain expertise in digital marketing to help EA organizations, that's much easier to integrate. J.S. Winchell, the author of the initial post, I have domain experience in digital marketing and would love to help EA organizations. I'm not qualified to weigh in on the questions of messaging or how far-reaching the campaign should be, but once those things are figured out, I can tell you the best way to use YouTube and Google search, Google search to accomplish your goals. Brian Tan asks, what would you say is the threshold for cost effectiveness? Ryan Carey uh, responding, ultimately it's the funder who will judge that, but if I had all of the donors funds, maybe I'd pay $1 billion to double the size of the EA movement, approximately 3,000 to 6,000, while preserving its average quality? Ryan Tan responds, interesting. So that comes to a cost effectiveness of $333,333 per highly engaged EA, which doesn't seem that cost effective to me. 33,333 or 3,333 per person, so $100 million or $10 million to th get 3,000 more EAs, sound like better numbers to me. And I think those numbers are actually quite doable. CEA's community building grants seem like they could approach the 33,333 or 3,333 per person number, though it's not that highly scalable. J.S. Winchell, the post author, responds finally to this thread. For me, the takeaway is that the actual cost of generating interest in EA, Brian's $4 cost per graduated EA fellow from below, $4, is significantly below our little group's 
estimates of what an engaged EA is worth, 3,000 to 30,000, as noted above. I think everyone would agree an engaged EA is worth more than $4. If someone is reading this who would know how to scale Facebook ads for EA University fellowships, that seems like an extremely high-impact thing to do. Robert Harling. Thanks very much for your post. I think this is a really interesting idea, and it's really useful to learn from your experience in this area. What would you think of the concern that these types of ads would be a, quote, low-fidelity way of spreading EA that could risk misinforming people about EA? I think from my experience, community building, it's really useful to be able to describe and discuss EA ideas in detail, and that there are risks to giving someone an incorrect view of EA. These risks include someone being critical of what they believe EA is and spreading this critique, as well as discouraging them from getting involved when they have, would have done, may have done so at a later time. The risk is probably lower if someone clicks on a short ad that takes them to say effectaboutthrism.com, where the various ideas are carefully explained and introduced. But someone who only saw the ads and didn't click could end up with an incorrect view of EA. I would be interested to see discussion about what would or wouldn't make a good online ad for EA, e.g. how to intrigue people without being inaccurate or over-sensualizing parts of EA. There might also be an interest in balance between how much interest we want to someone to have shown, we want someone to have shown in EA-related topics before advertising to them, e.g. Every university student in the U.S. is probably too wide in that, but everyone who's searching effective altruism or existential risk are probably already on their way to EA resources without the need for an advert. I know lots of university EA groups make use of Facebook advertising, and some have found this useful to promote events. I don't know whether Google or YouTube ads allow targeting at the level of students of a specific university. J.S. Winchell responding, Thank you so much for your thoughts, Robert. What would you think about the concern that these types of ads would be a low-fidelity way of spreading EA, dot, dot, dot? Great points. A couple thoughts. In most cases, I imagine the ads would be promoting a single or group book event versus EA as a movement philosophy. I don't think this makes it much easier to be high-fidelity, e.g. promoting deworming initiatives doesn't require a thorough overview about the ins and outs of EA. Many ads don't have to get into detail in order to be successful, e.g. a six-second video of a student saying, I started a student group to help the students do good, check it out, isn't exactly saying anything about EA that could be right or wrong. As another example, if you see an image that says Founders Pledge on a website frequented by founders, frequented by founders, the ad itself isn't saying anything about the org that would be right or wrong, except for the fact that Founders Pledge exists and spends money on advertising. <clears throat> Quote, I would be intrigued to see discussion about what would or wouldn't make a good online ad for EA, without over-sensationalizing. I agree. I'm excited to start testing. Okay, so he agrees with that. He agrees with a bunch of other things. Uh, I'd summarize here. Brian Tan, I didn't know Google YouTube ads could be that specific. Reaching 1,000 students for $10 seems cost-effective. Uh, J.S. Winchell agrees. Thinks the one-minute video is better than six seconds. Peter Slattery... Sounds like a great idea, potentially something CEA should be doing. Biggest challenge is getting the required initial awareness and critical mass and word-of-mouth Facebook posting only gets you so far. Um, 
Okay, uh, Brian Tan again. Brian Tan. I think this post will be valuable to some EA orgs, so I strongly avoided this. I also like the inclusion of various use cases. I think EA organizations or local groups should also try using Facebook advertising. And Robert Harling talks about this, too, below. Although I don't think there are free advertising credits for this. We in EA Philippines have used Facebook ads to get more people to sign up for events and intro to EA fellowships very cost-effectively. Though our high cost-effectiveness may be because ad prices are generally lower in the Philippines. People can read more about how we used Facebook advertising here. Linking a post from end of 2019, EA Philippines Strong Progress and Learnings in EA following up to a more quest for more information. I wrote about it, about uh, what cost per sign-up was. I wrote about it in the forum post I linked. Our cost per attendee using Facebook ads is around $1 to $5 per person, depending on the event. Generally, we liked the type of people who came to our events. They were friendly and open-minded. However, only a few of them would be truly interested in EA and be willing to get more engaged in it. In 2020, we still expect to use Facebook ads, but we know to expect that only a handful of them will be the ones that will be truly engaged and interested in EA. That's a quote from the post. Continuing, what's not in that article is how we use Facebook ads to recruit fellows for one of our student group's intro fellowships this year. We got about six people to sign up who otherwise wouldn't have heard of the fellowship from $20 of Facebook ads. So that's $3.33 per person, and five of them ended up graduating from the fellowship, attending at least six out of ten weeks. So using Facebook ads to advertise a fellowship seems a lot more cost-effective than just advertising an event. Some further responses to this. Pete Slattery says it's value for money. Thinks Facebook Google ads should be standard uh, practice for EA movement building groups. Uh, should have centralized support for that. J.S. Winchell says $4 per EA fellow is incredible. Graduated EA fellow. Uh, Brian Tan responds for that. Uh, a lot of EA fellowships are facilitator-constrained, not participant-constrained. So increase the quality of the participant pool. It could, it could possibly increase the quality, but the value is not clear. Uh, okay. Uh, Tan again says ads could be used to market events or the group itself. Given the amount of karma of this post, I'm pretty sure EA, CEA has already seen it, but I just don't know what their thoughts are. Uh, and then there's another small comment at the bottom about Brian Tomasic's article about, uh, this is Dean Alon, about Google search ads, but that's been deprecated, unfortunately. All right, summarizing this short, shortish post, um, which uh, it sounds like he's focusing on EA orgs, but also across a variety of cases, across a variety of things they're trying to get people to do, actually, uh, in, at least in terms of the use cases. He thinks they should be advertising more on the ways he knows about advertising, the conventional internet ways of advertising with targeting in time, in demography, in websites visited. Uh, he thinks they sh that there's a strong case that these ads will break even in terms of the value that, that one wants to generate. Uh, and he gives some simple use cases, uh, or a variety of use, case, use cases, which are specifically interesting, I think. So EA university groups, get people involved. 
get people, EA charities want people to donate on Giving Tuesday. So, so joining a group, donating, uh, getting analytical people, uh, getting people to support a corporate or perhaps political campaign for animal welfare, promoting the long-termist book, The Precipice, uh, political adv ad, uh, advocacy for seg cellular agriculture, so pr producing plant-based, well, no, uh, test tube meats, cruelty-free meats, uh, it's, and some something about a political campaign in particular. And it seems like it gets mostly, if not entirely, positive feedback from what I see here. Most people getting it, com coming at it from the community building, so getting people to join EA groups or do EA fellowships, uh, point of view, I wonder what the response, I mean, I think I know the response, but I wonder what the response in general is from a wider range of groups, whether there would be willing to be sort of aggregated money to support certain efforts coming from places like CEA or, or other funders, maybe even relating to OpenFill, um, and also whether organizations that are focusing on donations could be doing this more, or EA charities in particular, could be doing this more. How much are they doing this already? I know, for instance, GiveWell does do quite a bit of advertising. Is it the sort of targeted advertising talked about here? Is it as much as it could, should be? Uh, are there other groups close to that, you know, for thinking in particular, giving what we can, that should or could do more of this? Uh, okay. Um, I'm done with my country time lemonade, so I guess, and I'm done with the post, so I guess this is a short one. See y'all later. Due to the scheduling of fall, summer will be a short 94 days. So while there's time, take the long way home. Run through a sprinkler. Relax with a pitcher of country time lemonade flavored drink mix with a taste of good old-fashioned lemonade. For these days are best enjoyed slowly.